Welcome to Monday through Friday, Cellular Agriculture for a Pandemic-Free Future. My name is George Ortega. This is episode number 52. I'm recording it on Wednesday, uh, September 16th, 2020 at 9.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And um, I'm going to follow up on yesterday's episode of just transitioning to a um, a new series, you know, I mean, like, I think one thing that's become abundantly clear over the last 51 episodes um, is that um, this is most fundamentally moral issue. It's a moral issue when you consider the recklessness of this factory farm system that, you know, epidemiologists conclude from that it's a matter, uh, it's not a matter of, of when, but if another pandemic's gonna strike, and you know, this, this pandemic was, was clearly a result of um, farming animals. And, uh, and it's also, you know, um, a moral issue in the sense that, you know, from a theological sense that it's just so, so wrong to mistreat so many animals. And uh, to the extent that we are judged, you know, that, um, you know, if, if, we, if we don't address the morality, you know, not just of this, but other issues like climate change, uh, which are related actually, um, we, we can't solve the problem. We, it's not like we, we lack the resources like we lack the the money and the science, the technology, the organization, we have all this, you know. But if we're lacking the will because we lack the morality, then um, then um, we uh, we're disempowered. We don't we don't have the ability to do what we can do to protect ourselves. To you know, so. Uh, all right, so in terms of the, the title, I think I'm going to go with um, God, Science, and COVID-19. Um, starting with God to kind of reflect the, the idea that, um, that this is coming from God. This is punishment. And, you know, as I've said in other episodes, it's not, it's not just punishment. It's like, you know, we need to understand that punishment has a positive benefit to it, you know, intent. You know, just as parents punish their children to teach them right from wrong and to enhance and improve their lives going forward, so God is seemingly using this pandemic to awaken our conscience because, you know, if we think this pandemic is disruptive to our lives, you know, climate change is 10 times more disruptive. You know, like these, these wildfires wildfire, in California, um, Washington, finally, you know, the media is, is rightfully um, connecting them with the hotter climate that is the result of global warming, climate change. And, and emphasizing that this is not just happening in the United States, this is happening throughout the world. So, um, 
So yeah, so like, you know, we, we can take an optimistic view that however much, um, however difficult this is, it does have, um, it's, a, it's a blessing in disguise in a sense, or I, I think that, you know, some people might see it more as, as a cloud with a silver lining, but I, I think it's more than that because, again, if we, um, if we didn't have this pandemic, you know, who knows if we'd wake up to the, the effects of climate change and start doing the right thing. I think this is finally going to change the, the political dynamics. You know, the, the, you know it's, it's kind of like a new world order. <laughs> it's, um, so, so, yeah, we're starting, you know, it, it starts with God because, and, you know, again, um, I hold the perspective that, that um, that you know this is god's world um and it's really god who is um doing this you know both both compelling us to uh to develop this factory farm system the system of farming and then compelling the uh the virus outbreak to turn into a an epidemic then a pandemic and you know just just the idea that it, you know god is omnipotent god is all powerful that nothing happens unless god decrees it and some people will say allow but if if a person if, if if god is all powerful it's not just a matter of allowing it's a, it's a matter of compelling it so so I, and 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 that distinction it's not insignificant here it's not inconsequential because like i've talked about this before to the extent that people witness this era this time um and get it and get it that that um that you know this that it's happening because of our cruelty you know it, it's hard for people to to um to face this 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 horrific cruelty you know just paying people to abuse and torture animals 70 billion of them um without feeling strong pangs of guilt that for many people um they're too difficult to deal with so they just turn away i mean this happens um sometimes people see um images of, of starving children on television and well that's a bit different that just makes them feel bad makes them feel sad for what's going on um but with this you know if, if one believes that, that, that what we do is up to us, that, that we have a free will, then um, that could be preventing us from, from object, objectively facing, um, seeing what we're doing. And naturally, so like, you know, God, the science is that it's, you know, just leave aside the morality component, leave aside the... Um, this idea that this is punishment, you know, for our good, but, you know, just look at it objectively according to the science and like, it's, um, you know, we, we maintain this factory farm system, pandemics will happen. And, and as I've shown in, in this table that, you know, they're happening so much more frequently than they did in both past decades and but especially in past centuries and in 
over the last couple of millennium. I mean, the, the number of pandemics, you know, I think um, the last decade we have a, I had, a, I, well, epidemics, we had about 40, which was, I think 42, which was two ep epidemics more than we had in the entire last century, the 1900s. So, so the science part of it, and, and the other part of the science is that we need to understand that um, science is providing us a solution, you know, with cellular agriculture. Unless, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe, maybe we will experience such a moral reformation that we will become vegan, that the entire world becomes vegan. I'm not, I, I don't tend to be that optimistic, especially when there seems to be an answer that is uh, much easier. And I guess knowing the world as I do, like our leaders, you know, we in general aren't usually um, up for such dramatic transformations, you know, all becoming vegan. But that's just not necessary. I mean, like we, we've got this technology. Then, you know, again, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe it's just a, 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 um, this, this, this major coincidence that this new industry um, is, is birthed seven years before this pandemic, you know, it, to me, it's not just simply coincidental. To me, there, there, there's a, there, you know, it's, it seems to suggest a plan, you know, like God was intending to, to have this happen. So God gave us this, this opening, this, this, this way out. Um, so, and, you know, naturally this, you know, this is about COVID-19, but it's, it's, you know, the show, the series will be to a great extent about preventing uh, future pandemics. And, you know, we'll, we'll actually, I guess, get into this sobering um, consideration that, um, you know, we, we may be wearing masks for another year. We may be you know, society may be closed for another two, three years. I mean, that's, you know, I think in, in some of some countries, um, Canada, I, I was watching a video uh, earlier today, the, I, think, I don't know, health minister of Canada or something. Um, and Canada's been much more responsible than we in the United States. And they're preparing for what they consider is an inevitable second wave. Now we're not in, a, you know, here in the United States, we've been so bad, you know, under such horrible leadership by Trump that we're, we're still in our first wave, you know, and um, I've, I've heard people say that we're, we're not even halfway through this first wave. So, you know, like the, the, the vaccines um, are probably not going to be available until after the new year. And then it's the question of, you know, a lot of people refuse to take them. Um, it, yeah, so, yeah, um, this, this series is gonna just explore all that, explore what we have um, to look forward to over these next months and years and, and try to um, motivate us to, to, um, to face what's happening, to, to face the reality that just as somebody who's drank all their lives and now their liver is, is affected, needs to reform, needs to stop drinking, needs to become a more responsible person, 
we collectively as a, as, a, as a global population need to dig into ourselves and and face our cruelty our callousness our indifference our recklessness irresponsibility irresponsibility toward our children and grandchildren great-grandchildren you know um that is the only answer because again like the, the 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 focus of this series will be that um that morality you know framed within god theologically but you know also um you know secular morality just explains it just as well that um this is a moral issue it's not you know it's not a a sign it's not like we don't again i said it, it's not like we lack the signs so and and so what we'll be doing is exploring again this is going to be a much harder show because how do you how do you you know how do you make sense of people being so cruel you know uh, people have been given so much like we have and again if you believe in free will you're probably feeling really threatened by that indictment which is unfortunate because uh you're you're born into this world and uh you know you kind of like you're born you're you're conditioned you're conditioned to trust authorities to trust your parents and trust the doctors of the medical establishment who's been silent about this pretty much and the uh, our political leaders you know you, you basically have been conditioned and taught to uh to consider well you know how could it be wrong because if it was wrong then then you know people would be saying it was wrong so um but yeah it's going to be challenging to figure that out and you know perhaps even more challenging to figure out how to um how to turn it around um i referred to abolition you know the ending of slavery how in the uh I think it might have been the early 1800s it might have been the late 1700s but a group of Quakers in Pennsylvania um they launched the movement they were the first here in America to to really collectively not just appreciate the uh the horribleness the injustice of of slavery but to to understand that it needed to end you know and and you know i haven't looked into the abolitionist movement um so deeply and perhaps i should to try to um to try to learn what their message was you know how did they succeed you know after so many decades when when just nobody cared in getting people to care because that that's what we need to do that's what you know that's what i need to do that's what um we collectively need to do to um to deserve you know um not just being free from from future pandemics but uh overcoming this one you know containing this enough to get back to our our ordinary lives and in god may not you know it may not be a matter of future pandemics god may not allow us to emerge from this pandemic unless we reach these moral conclusions and and moral resolutions and and um and change our behavior you know um it's it's plausible it's 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 easily plausible that um that, that would be god's intention
Um, naturally, we will get, um, yeah, we'll get into the, um, you know, how these things happen. But yeah, the, the moralities, yeah. And it, it is going to be hard because, um, you know, I guess I'm going to have to do a lot of um, preparation, just make some outlines, uh, different aspects of morality. You know, because like, for example, there's, there's something known as the bystander effect in psychology, where let's say you, um, you see something happening to someone that's wrong and injustice. And, and uh, sometimes when we see that, we, um, we conclude, oh, somebody else will call the police. Somebody else will come to their aid. You know, somebody else will take care of it. Um, and uh, especially when, when there's something that's publicized in the media that people know about, that we just like assume, oh yeah, our experts are on top of it, you know. Um, when, when, as we're seeing in this, and you know, perhaps more often than not, that's not the case, that, um, that um, everybody ignores it. And it's that saying that all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to stand by and do nothing, something like that. Um, so that, that's clearly one dimension. There, there are others. There's, um, there's an insatiable, insatiable greed fueled from a, an equally uh, um, egregious selfishness that, you know, it doesn't matter how much we have here in the United States. It seems like the more we have, the more callous we become toward those, and when I'm saying those, I'm, I'm including animals now, who, um, who are victims of our selfishness and greed. Um, yeah, this is, this is a moral reckoning. Um, and you know, I mean, like, I used to kind of like, I used to, you know, smile when, when hearing fundamentalist Christians, for example, talk about the end times. But I mean, think about what's happening. Um, you know, I don't have like, they, they believe, you know, I can't believe they believe that, you know, a few of them who believe in Jesus are like going up to heaven and everybody, everybody else is going to hell for an eternity, you know. And um, I think that that aspect of the belief is bizarre. But but in terms of like um, our world, you know, coming to this place of, of choice, you know, I think in the Bible, there's a line of like, you know, I've set before you life or death, choose life. I mean, it's, um, remember 2016, remember this, this vile, ugly, horrible person, Trump, winning the election, which, which you know, basically, basically, um, basically reminds us that, you know, Hillary, Hillary when, when she said that half of, of Trump's supporters are deplorable now, you know, all of them are deplorable. You, you don't elect a person like that. So, you know, that on top of this COVID-19, on top of the wildfires, on top of that we've had more hurricanes this season than, you know, we're halfway through hurricane season and we're going to be running out of letters to name them. We're already up to S, Sally. Uh, so something, and, you know, of course, climate change, you know, that's, that's the big one. So, um, yeah, it's like, God is saying, hey, um, enough. It's, we, we do this, you know, when people have um, kids, you know, 
um, or su who are supervising kids, teachers, whatever, you know, they will tolerate, you know, bad behavior for a certain amount of time. But then after a while, it gets to the point where, you know, the, um, there has to be repercussions, there has to be consequences. And so we're, we're in an era like this. And uh, again, I, I believe that, um, that because, because these circumstances are so dire, because we are, you know, and we, we you know, there's, there's still so much to go. I mean, there, there are all the people who've lost their jobs, you know, um, people talk about a market crash that's coming because like, you know, investors are not investing now um, based on data. They're, you know, they're, they're investing, I don't know, on hope, I guess. I don't know what they're investing on. But, um, but the circumstances we're facing, not just now, but um, over the next couple of years are going to be so threatening um, that, that, I would, you know, if I, I was going to bet on this, I would, I would say, yes, we're going to get this right because the consequences of, of getting it wrong are unacceptable. Um, I've been going into stores recently um, and, um, you know, they're running out of stuff. You know, if you go into Target, um, much, much less merchandise. Um, on the shelves, um, same with uh, the convenience stores. Um, and I don't know, I guess that's, you know, a lot of supply chains have been dis disrupted, manufacturing has been disrupted, but they talk about, you know, coming into a, a time of inflation where everything is going to cost more. And, you know, with the Trump war, with the, the trade war that Trump started with, with China, that's just making things worse. I mean, this is like a coming together of a lot of factors that um, that are not, you know, boding well for our future, unless unless we start to um, correct a lot of these wrongs. So, um, all right. So, in terms of the first episode, I, you know, I may do another episode of this series tomorrow, maybe finish it off um, on episode fifty-three, and then like on Sunday tape Monday's episode as the new series. I'm still waiting for the station manager to get back to me approving the change. And, you know, it, it, I think it's a formality. I don't think there's a, a reason why, why um, he would say no. But um, so we will start the new series and it, it's going to be a lot harder for me because like, you know, with, with, the, with this, um, with the cellular agriculture for pandemic free future, there was a lot more material to, to go into. Whereas like, if I'm just gonna focus on God, the morality, and I guess I'll have to focus on the science somewhat, um, you know, a lot of this new series is gonna be um, trying to figure out what, what, what hasn't been figured out yet, you know, because, uh, you know, like with, with the Black Lives Matter movement, with the, uh, with the Me Too um, hashtag thing. I mean, just there's a lot wrong with the world, a lot that, that shouldn't be happening, that is happening. And, um, and we don't yet have answers. And, you know, I don't know if I will, um, you know, 
come up with um, with answers that that change things much. But but that's the attempt. I mean, that's that's the hope that as we talk about it. And, and for me, you know, like I don't know how many people watch this, but for me, these these episodes are kind of like prayers. You know, my understanding is God is well. My understanding is God is like you know I'm, I'm basically manifesting God's will, God's words. But you know, from another perspective, God is listening, and so that um, you know, it's just my personal attempt to to try to figure out, you know, um, how to motivate people to to stop being so so cruel and selfish and greedy and indifferent. Um, and the, the you know the signs again the. Um, God, science, and COVID-19 will be the title of science is also going to like, we, we have to deal with this, this free will thing. Uh, but the arrogance of people, people like, you know, the, um, Newton, Darwin, Freud, Einstein, these are brilliant, brilliant men. I mean, you're not in their league, I'm sorry. And, and to, to believe that you're right, you know, um, that about our having a free will when, when they're, you know, when the, these guys are saying that we, we don't, and it's not just that. I mean, I, you know, think about it, put it to the test. If you have a free will, why aren't you as happy as you would like to be? Why aren't you as virtuous as, you, as you'd like to be? This, you know, can you apply this to everyone? I mean, like, it, it's kind of like part of this pandemic has to do with our, um, our egos, our inflated egos. It, it feels like, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Um, and so this is kind of like humbling. It's humbling also to, uh, to understand that we don't have a free will, that things aren't up to us, but it's humbling in, in a positive sense. It's just, you know, so many of us um, really are driven by ego. Oh yeah, I deserve this. I deserve so much because I work so hard because I've done so much and all. No, come on, you're, you're, you're lucky, you're fortunate. You know, we all are for, for whatever blessings we, we receive. And, um, and so by understanding that we don't have a free will, that, that these giants in science were right, notwithstanding uh, people's arrogance today. And, and you know, talk, people talk about Republicans denying science. Anybody who believes in free will is denying science and denying scientific authority. You know, we, we, talk, we, we say, oh yeah, we should, we should believe the epidemiologists, the, the infectious disease experts that tell us that uh, we should be distancing and wearing masks and all this. And, but, you know, <laughs> we're not supposed to believe the, our, our top four scientific minds that tell us that, uh, we don't have, you know, that things aren't up to us. And, and such, a, such an important and necessary kind of um, consideration if we're going to face this squarely. All right, I'm out of time. So um, catch this every Monday through, well, maybe, you know, I guess catch this tomorrow night on channel um, 76 Optimum 45 Verizon at 5 p.m. And... Um, you know, so like I'll, you know, hopefully I'll start, you know, recording the first episode of the next show um, on Sunday. And I don't know, you know, uh, you know, what to expect from it. I, I don't know if I'll come up with answers, or whatever. It might be a short series. I don't know, but but it's worth a try, All right? Uh, so, 
Take care, and I will see you tomorrow, God willing. Thanks.